why is there like a Clark Kent fiasco going on where nobody can recognize Polnareff at all? I, when he's aged up or ever, aged down. It's only him. I just don't know if it's a, a bigger discussion on the French dilemma. I, I just don't know. What is the French dilemma? I feel like that has a capital F, capital D. You need to expound on that. There is nothing. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm just trying to be, you know, obnoxious. So um, what the fuck are we talking about with this episode? Because we're, we're... How hey, nobody hey can identify Polnareff. Okay, that's a good one. So, anyways, by the way, we are maybe doing a bit of a switcheroo again on formats, guys. Which switcheroo! Is it's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's going to be so good. Yeah. We're going to do like a bunch of chef's kisses. Like, Just mwah, 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 mwah. All over that shit, baby. <laughs> it's going to be good. We're going to be a regular Tonio Trusardo. Yeah. <laughs> Character that nobody at this point knows about. I'm sure they do. Oh, it's true. But the one thing JoJo fans can't help themselves but doing is spoiling. <laughs> Why are you going to call me out like this again? Because you're so bad at it. I didn't do it last well, time. you're really good at spoiling. My things. friend did it. She what, did... for parts six and seven that you're telling me about? No, you're like, whoops. Seven <laughs> and eight. Her. I already spoiled oh, yeah, part six. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you already <laughs> completely fucking and thoroughly spoiled part six for yourself. Which I still basically know nothing about except that. And I'm not going to tell you. Good. Because you keep asking me questions about Good. stuff. Because it's interesting. And I refuse to answer what are we them. What are going to do? There's no, there's no anime now. There will be. There will be. I know, but we watched it all. There's not a lot we of can watch. Well, we're watching it again. You know, <laughs> so. What, I guess that's what people do when they obsessed with something and then they run out of something to watch. We blasted through part five in like a week and a half. We really did. And like we're not even talking about that yet. Episodes too. We're not even talking about that yet. Yeah. So like we still have to get through part four again. Are we gonna watch part five again too? Yes. Um, oh my god. Buddy, how do you think we're gonna fill a time between like now and January? No. At the very at the very minimal, like part six is not gonna come out until like January. But that's I know, but there's like severely other anime too. This isn't just but there's a, other anime. Not just a JoJo reference anime. I know. Um, yeah. I do want to talk oh, about gosh. BNA. Yeah, that's been very fun. We've yeah. Been having a good time watching that. We've also been having I feel like I don't know, like are you into Agretsuko season three? Because I'm yeah. like super into it. I know you are, and I think it's funny that you're super into season three because that insinuates that you weren't into seasons like as much seasons one and two. But I also feel like when we watched season one, you were like, I'm so into this. But you're like really, really into it now. Okay. So back to the French dilemma. Capital F, capital D. I need you to expound on that. He just, he just trying to do a shit. <laughs> so the and polar F dilemma. <laughs> Not like the French dilemma. That's what I mean. being a dumb shit. Like, it's just like... Yeah. The dilemma of the Frenchman who needs to take a poopy. In this anime. <laughs> named... Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre 
That one. Oh, I'm biting a comment so bad right now about part five. Don't. Do not. <laughs> Fucking TikToks already did their dirty deeds to me. We don't need to be doing... Don't put that evil on anybody else, Ricky Bobby. I'm not going to. So, yeah. So, I feel like uh, this 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 episode... So, he's and baby. Yeah. He's literally and baby. <laughs> His, Pull her off his baby. Um, this... This whole uh, trying to take a shit French dilemma thing comes to a literal head this episode, um, and it saves his ass, literally and figuratively. He finally does it. But our, like, and baby poop. Our boy. Yeah, he uh, he almost gets drowned by a fucking nasty, creepy man in, in the bathtub, and then his only natural defense is to... <laughs> How loud was that? Fucking... So other stupid fucking cats just came barreling through. One um, cat. That was only one cat. Yeah, that was one cat on four legs. Oh, God. This, uh, this episode also had, I think we agreed, like, literally moments before I started recording that it had the worst video ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the Lepe, worst. Lepe. He, like, even, he usually, like, he says, like, P. Like, he's, like, pronouncing it, like, Pepero, Pelolo, Pel. I think it's just, I think it's just a way, uh, dialect. So nasty. So gross. Everything about that dude is just fucking cringe now. It really is. Was there anything else you wanted to cover in this episode? Like <laughs> how uh Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm so I'm so happy that you brought that up that yes. I had something I wanted to talk about. Perfect. It's something you wanted to talk about too. Did it's I? How even when he's like turned into a seven year old, Jodoro can still beat ass. Yes. Phrasing, but yes. He can still beat ass. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of amazing. Yeah. And he's still got the attitude. Right. Which is weird because from the photos with his mother. But keep in mind that it was instantaneous, like almost after he was turned into a child. So he probably still had some like adult slash older memories. True. It did take Polnareff like a Like, like a, a few minutes yeah. to forget stuff like, like Jotaro's name and who he was and... It's it's amazing to me that um, going back to our first topic that like literally no one can recognize Polnareff and I'm like it's either a grown ass dude or a tiny baby with a silver fucking mullet, mm-hmm. same hair, same hair, same earrings, same, same, outfit, same outfit, minus a shoe because his feet too small. His feet too small for his god dang boot. Sucks. <laughs> so, so close to being so close. Really good. Like, Fuck. Really good. Yeah, when, when it hits hard, it's like a slap. Like a turd slapping into a toilet. Or into a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's John Pierre up, everybody. Uh, hooray! Yeah, he's, he's where he's supposed to be, drowning in a shit built uh, bathtub. Yeah, it wasn't a toilet. No. The toilet was where he should have gone. He should have gone. <laughs> he should have fucking dunked in a toilet. Yeah, he should have been like uh, swirled, swirlied. He should have got. Is it called swirlies? Uh, yeah, getting a fucking swirly. When you get like your face shoved into a toilet and yeah. they flush. He should have got a fucking coffin danced into a toilet. Well, <laughs> we have other people who get coffin danced, True. but not actually. True. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck else to talk about in this other than he's like, it's just kind of this weird interaction with the woman as she, like, again, looks can't for him. The fuck and all she has is his earring. It's like oddly know. romantic. In, in a very odd way. It's odd. He, yeah, it's oddly romantic. Right. But he's like, he's like all like, I do appreciate like the, the hyper detailed moments that they do where like he's standing there looking like all blushy and everything. 
Right. Like he's like he's like I don't know who you're talking about, lady. I haven't seen that uh, kid in my entire life. And he's like, like blushing profusely. Flips his head away so that his other earring that matches the exact earring <laughs> like hits him in the cheek. Like it hits her in the face. No. <laughs> like, huh. That'd be really funny. Would it? Yeah, it'd be funny as fuck. Well, anyway, I thought that was like pretty romantic and kind of shitty that he was like, oh, I can't actually. Yeah. And he's like, because I don't want to put her in any more danger considering she literally almost died because right. of me. He's a super horn dog. And like for him to be like, no, it's too much. He's like, wow. This is really dangerous. I feel like this is the series slash part, not the series. I feel like this is the part, like part three, is where Araki was like, I need to make everyone asexual. Hmm. Aside from Joseph. Hmm. Obviously. Yeah, I guess. And Dio. Aside from Joseph and Dio, because Dio fucks. Dio fucks. (laughs) Like, obviously. Obviously Dio fucks. For for reasons that will be addressed. Um, But yeah, I feel like he had to make everyone, like, almost, like, basically asexual, and that kind of sucks. Because part five is just like, va-va-voom, everybody fucks. Everybody fucks. The end credits theme song fucks. Literally. Like, yeah. Horribly horny as, like, like lewd-ish, like, pictures of the main cast scroll by. They're not lewd. They're posing. Yeah, they're posing. It's what JoJo characters do. But it's not lewd posing. I guess, all right. It's not lewd. Lewd or not. (laughs) Lewd dude or not lewd dude. Discuss. Darby the first, go. No, fuck him. Gotta kill him. <laughs> He's fuck, not lewd. Fuck kill Mary. <laughs> He's not lewd. No. All right. Well, I mean, welcome to Cairo bitches. Cairo bitch. Cairo bitches. Cairo comma bitches. Comma. Yes. Um, it's yeah, time it's, to lose some souls. Darby takes the boys grambling. Grambling? <laughs> what? Yeah. Gramble. Um. um <laughs> <laughs> fucking. All right, so you know what? Of course, of course, uh, with Darby the first, Darby the elder, like, of course, Polnareff gets got first. Yeah, because Polnareff... Even though he's being supervised this time. Doesn't it's been It's been 0.0 episodes since Polnareff got got, and here he is getting got again. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He's a big, dumb, shitty idiot. Can we talk about idiots with, like, Joseph having out, outwitted the Pillarman, but he can't outwit a fucking gambler? I don't want, like, the inconsistencies between the intelligence of this man, the only thing that I can explain it are the head trauma that he has undergone, and, uh... Head trauma. The the, the blunt force trauma of which he's been exposed to. Undoubtedly. And or the time that a stand basically scrambled parts of his brains. Undoubtedly. So, at least he's got that going for him, which sucks, but (laughs) it's, like, a good way to explain away his intelligence. I mean, I guess, but, like, there's got to be more to it than that. Like, honestly, there has to be more to it than that. Like, how did oh. Joseph manage to outwit ancient beings that are demigods, and he can't even outwit a professional fucking gambler? I mean, I feel like... Maybe because the demigods weren't very clever? No, I feel like this is just a trope in, in anime that I've noticed. Like, it happened in in, in um, Naruto when they went... Narrator? From... Yes. Yeah, narrator. When they went from narrator to borer... <laughs> narrator for a second. <laughs> when they went to that, it was obviously they're trying to put attention towards the uh, the newer, fresher crop of characters that they want the audience to be identifying with, while still having reference to the original guys. I but I'm also wondering if it was because Araki is like 
hey, check out Joseph being a doddering old fool. Well, we have plenty. As as he's been doing in part three. He's like, remember how Joseph was like kind of, he kind of almost had his shit together in part two? Um, enough to at least like know when to quit or like know when to up the ante. And in this part, it's like he doesn't know when to stop. Uh, yeah, he is just basically a 70 year old horny man who almost 70 almost 70 but not quite 69 which is just a real i mean come on <laughs> missed opportunity listen depending on who you ask he could be 69 <laughs> yeah yeah who, who are you asking i don't know like depending on who the internet like, yes the internet's like, yes, you could 69. Also, what really got me about this episode was there was, like, a lot of heavy breathing from Joseph. Mm, yes, there was. There was a lot of heavy breathing from him and from Abdal and from... But anybody. no, like, I'm getting at the point where, like, he his whole fucking life, he hasn't been able to control his breathing properly. Right. You're really gonna... It's just, it's It wine. sounds like you're pissing. It's fine. I'm not pissing my pants. All right, Abakio. one-time thing on this podcast. Don't worry about it. You, that is, okay. What? Don't lick your finger. It's fine. It's ASMR. It's not. All right, well, so my point was that he is shown, like, super heavy breathing because he is realizing that, like, he's lost the gamble and I just thought it was, like, super ironic considering all of part two focused on him, like, having to wear this fucking breathing regulator for almost a month. And, to, like, to get his ham on correctly. And I'm like, like, you couldn't even use ham on to get away with cheating the way, like, Darby did. Like, he, he gets away with cheating, and he's like, oh, it's not cheating because you didn't catch me when it was actually happening, which is fucking utter bullshit, and we all know it. And if you want to, like, that's a plot hole to me. That is a plot hole. <clears throat> or yeah. or just, like, a plot device or something just stupidly stupid. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely plenty of plot holes to be had in JoJo, that's for sure. Rocky is notorious for it. I know. It's just, I don't know. I just, no matter how many there are, it just always seems to be frustrating because I'm like, we literally had an entire season where part like based around this one character's breathing. So why is he like, like gasping for air when he realizes that he might lose a bet? I mean, unfortunately, maybe... I feel like Joseph should have been like way more calm and like collected and focused. Well, yeah. No, I, I agree from the protagonist standpoint that you'd be like, oh, this is really uncool of him to be gasping desperately like some idiot. But, I mean, he is an idiot. He is an idiot. He never really had, other than the, the, the month crash course training of Haman, like, he's not exactly somebody who's dedicated his whole life to the art of Haman and bettering his abilities like for all we know he went off after part two ended and just like literally did fuck all and that's probably true but like in my mind if if i were joseph and i know i'm not but if if i were him and i went through this rigorous training to like literally not fucking die Thanks to the wedding rings of death, if I went through all this training and had to wear a respirator for almost a month and watch my 
well, I didn't watch my best friend die, but I happened upon my best friend turned into a fucking pancake. Like, the fact that he just walks away from everything and is just like, well, I'm still alive and y'all thought I was dead, but sucks to be you because here I am. I don't, I just, and then he just forgets or just doesn't give a fuck about, I mean, yeah, no, that's perfectly in character, I guess. That sucks so bad. I mean, he does, he does try to like, at first, keep his shit together. He keeps trying to mess Darby up by calling him Barbie. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And he's trying to play the whole smug idiot thing. Right, which is what he did in part two. Right. I just, I feel like... I feel like we have a tendency to give him more credit than maybe his uh, his background would deem. Yeah, I just yeah, I just realized that like as we were talking, I'm like, no, because yeah, he just was in that weird right place at the right time to happen across a mystic man who taught him how to access his latent humon abilities, even which that almost took him dying in a fucking vat of oil. Are you saying Caesar's a mystic man? No, I was talking about um, Top Hat Man. Zeppeli. Caesar is Zeppeli. Oh, yeah. Zeppeli the senior. So you're talking about Jonathan. Right. There's too many of these fucking assholes. (laughs) It's hard to keep them straight. It's even harder to keep them gay. (laughs) It's not that hard to keep them gay. It's easier to keep them gay than it is. There you go. There you go. You're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else about Darby first, first episode of Darby? Darby, the uh, first. The, we get his, Darby first. His first, the first of the Darby's terrible English, which, go ahead, Mr. Justar. Oh, yeah. That was good, though. That's probably the, some of the better, honestly, for his. I don't know if we should be saying, like, English anymore, though. I don't know if that's, like, an acceptable term. I mean, it's very much still a thing. And I feel like, in my opinion, it's a lot like saying, like, Danglish. Like, you're, like, mixing Deutsch and English or, like, Spanglish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I don't know. There is certain undertones to it that don't sit well, obviously, in this day and age. What? I just heard a weird cat noise. He, like, knocked his head against my chair. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, you're probably you're probably right. Like, there's probably a better term. I just know from learning, like us growing up, Katagana, that like they don't don't have certain letters for those things. So no, yeah, and I, I completely understand because you tell me all about your adventure and like learning to write slash read Japanese characters, which is amazing considering you're like doing it all yourself. But I just I don't know. I've seen around like lately like that that the English word itself is just like a, it's like a, yeah, I mean, I we need to cancel it is already. There, is there something that's... I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I just have seen the, the frowny faces at that specific, like, terminology. Holy shit. Oh, wow. That was a lot of noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Mara, it's okay, honey. He's not... She's still, like, grumbling. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, as far as I know, like, I haven't seen any, like, replacement terminology for it. I just know that, like, a lot of people are obviously, like, frowning on it in this day and age because of the, the undertones towards it. And obviously, like, it's I, – I still feel like it's it's a pretty big phenomenon, but maybe more so 
with um like maybe not japanese language itself but maybe like you know chinese english translations and things like that where it's like kind of weird and kitschy and well chinese chinese it's weird like chinese is is what japanese is based off of right they have much less of an issue with because they they use words with l's and and all like it's yeah and it's a completely different language they have x's and they have w's and they well, they don't sound like the English stuff. Right. right. But it's just it's it's interesting seeing how it shifted like from thousands of years and they just lost stuff that's still useful in, right. in the root language. But Right. Yeah. But anyway, like back to Jojo. Like yeah, I I I actually I thought it was very interesting to to have Darby have such a grasp on the English language and use it so freely. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't really had any other character. I mean, Joseph is supposed to be an English speaker. Right. But so the fact that Darby really, like really like whips out the English. The only thing that the only things that he ever says is his stupid little fucking like, Oh my God. Yeah, and his... holy shit. And son of the bitch. <laughs> yeah. Son of the bitch. Yeah. Do you think that Darby like knows? I mean, he's, he's got to know that Joseph is like English by birth. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's why he says that, and that's why him and yeah. his brother, there's so much of that stuff in their episodes. Yeah. Because it's if you think about it, it's not very prevalent in basically any of the other um, villains. Like yeah. With, with the villains that have multiple, like, the, I'd say mini arcs or something. And the only one, the only other person in the series that really speaks a, a good amount of English, I mean, comparatively, would be Abdal. Right, but that's probably because he's been hanging out with, with Joseph. Mr. Joestar yeah. for I don't know how long. Well, well, no, they do say that, like, for, well, like a year. Quite some time, yeah. Ish. Yeah. We still have no They've idea. been friends for a while. How old Abdal is. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Like I said last episode, Abdal's ageless. True. No, he's, except when he's playing his father or something weird. When know. he makes himself age, yes. Yeah. That's still so stupid. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just, um, kind of interesting that they know, these villains seem to know so much about, like, uh, all the guys on this mission that Darby even whips out the English phrasing, like, multiple times. It's not the only time he says it. He says anything in English. And yet they still somehow seem to know relatively little about them at the same time. Well, yeah, no, I agree, but I, I I think you're saying, and I would agree with it, that the Joe team is oblivious to basically anything and everything, even with a multi-billion dollar corporation at their beck and call, they yep. somehow have no information about anything that's going on, they have no recon, they have no fucking, like, maps, really, to help Until another stand user is introduced to the group. Right, it's like... And I'm, I think I'm just realizing this now is how absurd this is. Like, they literally have a team of specialists fly in via helicopter into the middle of the fucking desert. To drop when, off a stand user. When they don't have cell phones that could have tracked them with GPS. Mm. So they somehow, I'm assuming it's because, well, that was right after they got out of the, uh, their, their busted ass. Um, no, it wasn't right after. No? Mm-mm. So, like, it's even weirder that they're just like, oh, here you go. And, like, he couldn't be like, wow, hey, hey, why do you guys are here? Do you guys have a map or something? Or, oh, it didn't know. seem like he needed one. He seemed like 
to be like this is a direction we need to be going in the yes i i agree that the vague well okay so direction so they made landfall like near aswan egypt which is south of um where they needed to be right and so obviously like heading north or south is is quite easier any time of year than heading east or west i would say yeah but i feel like if they're like okay we know the city that they're supposed to be going to then the 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 good folks uh in the scientific team uh at speedwagon could have i don't know set them maybe they were busy watching santana Making sure he didn't unrockify himself. Is he still rock? Yeah, yes. he is. Huh. Hopefully that won't come back to bite anybody in the ass eventually, right? Probably won't. It's very cryptic. I don't think Santana is going to be a threat to them. Oh, okay. Like, ever. Okay. Again. Okay. I, I highly doubt that, especially with the... How long do you think Iraqi is going to go with this? As long as he fucking can. Sucks. Why? Just because what I know. God, I wish I could tell. <laughs> Is it about this Rocky is... himself or? No, like about huh. what happens. Okay. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah. This is like hell. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's not talk about that anymore. All right, Darby, the first, Darby the Elder, the second part. Can we talk about how Star Platinum is capable of seeing every card in the deck as it's shuffled, but he can't he can't see why kids, kids love taste the same toast crunch? <laughs> we, yeah, we can talk about that. No, how he can't see how that kid is part of this fucking scheme. Right. He can't he can't see any number of things that would have kept them out of this bullshit. Right. Or the entirety of the next two episodes. Right. Or even the fact that Darby is a stand user. I get like Star Platinum has enhanced vision. (sighs) He's just one of those plot holes that just kills me. His reaction speed is literally like, is literally thousands of times faster than a human's. Yes. So to to Star Platinum, everything should be as if it was standing still. Yeah. Even him fucking fast forward slamming through the, the, the 52 cards in the deck right you know yeah so there's so much stuff that if you actually had that kind of reaction speed would have just been no problem at all but i'm like uh he could have even been before he finishes turning polar up into a fucking chip he could have just kill him and been like well (laughs) (laughs) right but even like like i don't know when they were talking about finding dio and like darby part one like like jojo had nothing to add except for a grunt remember yes i do remember they're like we're gonna find him an exact revenge and do this and do that and like we'll, we're gonna get him we're and gonna get him jojo was just like mm. right because what you do when you're a jojo <laughs> you grunt non-committedly or you scream at the top of your lungs um about yeah. running away yeah so that was that's some bullshit some plot hole bullshit um this is where Abdal gets his sweatiest in the entire series. Right. He's freaking out the whole time. And I want to know, like, is it because he doesn't really know Jojo or is it just for dramatic tension? Yeah. I mean, this is uh, the beginning of, I feel like, a new development in, in, in Joe Tarot's, 
uh, self, which is basically bluff until you win. Yeah, super hardcore bluffing. Like, like really, like. But again, I think for both of them. I think it's because okay, well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I, I think he he bluffs so hard in this because he knows he has to because there's literally no other way to beat this gambler guy because this gambler guy is constantly convinced that he's gonna win mm-hmm. no matter what. So JoJo already knows when he starts gambling with him that he's gonna have to bluff something. Yeah. And he's going to have to do it so convincingly that this guy literally fucking passes out from it's fright. Just, it's admitting, like, somehow being psychologically crushed, having his spirit crushed. Right. Like, JoJo has to, has to bluff so hard, ultimately, that he, he wagers that Darby will tell him what Dio's stand ability is. Right. And that's how everything gets resolved is... Darby is like, yeah, I'll tell him. I'm not scared. Like, I, I can do this. This is how I'm going to win. And then he'll admit defeat and I'll get his soul. But he literally, he can't. He, he can't goes, do it. He goes catatonic. Yeah, basically. literally. Like, his hair goes, and I didn't notice it the first time we watched it, but his hair literally turns from, like, a, a dark gray to stark white mm-hmm. during this whole thing where he's just like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm not going to. I'm not going to take his bluff. I'm going to, like, actually call him on it, and yeah, I'm going to call his bluff. Trying to say call. Yeah. And just can't. And he, he's literally so terrified about what will happen to him if Dio finds out he gives away his stand ability that, like, JoJo knows, like, that's the ultimate bluff. He finds out that, that Darby knows what Dio's stand ability is, and he uses it against him. And it just goes to show, like, how perceptive and smart JoJo is. Not bad for a... Like a 17, 17 year old, 16, 17-ish, yeah. 18-ish. I, nobody knows. 17-year-old delinquent. Right. And also, like, while this is going on, we just talked about how Star Platinum has its reaction slash action speed that is beyond human comprehension. He could have switched all of these cards to actually give JoJo a winning hand. Right. Easily. But... I believe that Jojo doesn't use Star Platinum to do this in order to retain, like, his dignity. Like, he's not going to stoop to cheating the way that Darby did. Yeah, I don't think he ever... Like he's really, already resolved. Does he ever really cheat? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well... Later. Yeah, I guess, kind of. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a team effort, but... <laughs> yeah, but that was kind of... He didn't really have any other options. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, and he did have an option at this point. So I think if he's able to, um, I don't want to say take the high road, but if he's able to solve an issue on his own, he's going to take that route rather than depending on someone else to yeah. like help him undermine or deceive or something like that. And I. Honestly, I think that speaks volumes to his character because I know he's like supposed to be a delinquent. He's supposed to be like really nasty and he cusses out his mom and calls her a bitch and all this other stuff like the first three episodes. And you're like, God, I fucking hate this guy. But then episodes like this just really go to show that there's more to him. And he's perceptive and he's smart and he's clever. Yeah, he uh, he's a complicated character, which you don't really get at first if you don't give it a chance. Exactly. For somebody who says so little, it's kind of it's kind of impressive writing. 
actually. He doesn't say that little, though. We've talked about this before. Like, his his well, inner monologue. He, in comparison to some other characters, I guess. Yeah, that's very true. But, I mean, we've seen his inner monologue where he goes on and on and on and on and on. And he's, like, narrating, like, what's happening and what he needs to do. And, like, he's thinking through his steps and... I don't know. I just, I have a, I don't know. I have a deep-seated respect for JoJo after, like, literally, like, the first time we watched this part, I was like, uh, this guy can go fuck himself. Jotaro? Yeah, in the first three episodes. I was like, I don't think I even really started to like him until about now, the first time we watched this. Mm -hmm. Or no, it was probably around The Fool when I was like, oh, he's, like, smart, smart. Yeah, it did take you quite a long time. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I get it. It's def- he's not so- he's not written as a character you're supposed to really like, I don't think. Mm. Not at first. Not at first. I don't know if any of them really... They all have... They all have I don't know, Abdal is probably about the... Kakuin's disgustingness goes away literally as soon as they pull the flesh butt out of him. True. Because then he, like, wakes up and comes to, and he's just like, why did you save me? And he's, like, so sincere. He's like, you didn't have to do that. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. Kakuin's a good boy. Mm-hmm. But, and Abdal. Yeah. Kakuin and Abdal are really, like, the only, like, like in our Beach Day episode discussion. Yeah. They're, they're really the only they're, ones that are... They're good boys, and you root for them because they're good boys. And the other idiots are just like, well... You're just like, God, I hope you win, even though you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Or, I don't like you so much, but... I guess you're okay. Here, here are your positive points. Yeah. Let's talk about those. Let's okay. talk about those. Let's talk about those. Are we looking for time? Great. Like for more time? I mean, we have one more episode to cover. If you wanted to discuss the okay. fact that Whole Horse is back with Boingo. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I couldn't tell you why. This character keeps fucking coming back. And again and again and again. Not um, only is he back, but he's like back at Dio's mansion. Yes. And he showed up in... Not exactly invited. Dio yeah. not exactly happy about it. And this is episode... happy about it, but that's, like, just below him. I yeah, think. no, I mean, I think Dio is pretty much at the point where he's like, yeah, I might be a little weak right now, but um, still going to scare the piss out of you, literally. Right. No, like... Because this is the first time we get, a like, a glimpse of what Dio's stand could possibly be. Yeah. And it, on first watch, I had no idea. This was just so intriguing to me because... I still had no idea what Dio's stand could be or what it could do. Yeah, that is interesting. But it's funny because you think back now that you know what the world does. And with the, especially with him talking about the spider webs, and it's like he's, he's like, he got behind me and none of the spider webs are disturbed. And all I could picture is Dio in slow motion, like limboing under fucking <laughs> spider webs. Like, That's so good. I did not get that like, mental image. Like maracas in his hands. And That's shit. really good. And then super stoically just appearing behind him like yeah just like oh, yeah exactly that that's so good i yeah i wish i had thought of that yeah because he's sitting in this fucking foyer just covered covered chock-a-block in uh spider webs so. library well spider spider study spider library either way you said foyer foyer yeah either one no maybe not yeah what is a foyer it's like it's an entryway. It's an entryway. Yeah. Yeah, so then Whole Horse is a kidnapper. He kidnaps a fucking child. Right. Literally. Named Boingo. Boingo. <laughs> or right. Mandata, if you're Boingo following is... the subtitles, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, don't do that. And yeah. I don't know how that didn't piss Connor off. Like, he didn't have one thing to say about the fact that 
Oingo and Boingo words and Zendata and Mundata. Does he like Oingo Boingo the band? He should. <laughs> okay. If he doesn't, we have problems, I say as I shake my fist. Yeah, well, you're really shaking your fist there, lady. Um, but yeah, so he kidnaps Boingo, mm-hmm. and he's just like, you're gonna help me. Oh, because this goes back to how, um, Whole Horse is like, I'm literally useless without, without another stand user. Right. My stand is useless without another stand user. Right, because it's gone. But, yeah, but again, but if he was about to use gun on... <laughs> <laughs> gun with a capital G. He's about, he he about to use it. The gun on Dio without another stand user around, so he felt very confident that he could fucking shoot Dio in the back of the head. Right. Take him out to the back of the shed, shoot him in the back of the head. Did a catch with barf. Cat is barfing as we speak. Yeah, that did not sound good. Oh, rascal. Really? Can you just, can we just finish this episode? I forgot what I was saying. Oh, he was going to shoot Dio in the back of the head. And he was very, very, very convinced that he was going to be able to do it until the very last possible second. I think he was just feeling big dick energy, and he shouldn't have been. So. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Absolutely, that's what happened. He uh, he was like, he was panicked, and he didn't really know what the hell else to do, so he was like, you know, I bet I can kill this guy and then just take the mansion and not have to worry about any of this shit ever again. Yeah. And it turns out that was a bad idea. Immediately gets his dong stepped on. Um, so we were watching this episode and you brought up the hypothesis that if Boingo was actually able to control his stand. Yeah, he would be, it would be one of, if not the most powerful stands in existence. So, but what do you mean by if he was actually able to control his stand? Well, Thoth, the whole thing with Thoth is that it's essentially a way to control fate in a very uncontrolled manner. It's, it's, it's funneling chaos, I guess, would be my way of saying it. Like, it's, it's obviously, at least the way that it's construed by the reader and the user, supposed to be in their favor, but it doesn't really usually work out that way for whatever reason. Like, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I'm going to disagree that it's supposed to be in their favor because I really don't feel like it's supposed to be any type of way. No, I mean, that's what I, that's what I just said. Like I said, it's, it's construed to the reader as though it was in their favor, uh, but it's not usually because gotcha. it always quote unquote backfires on them. But like we were talking about while we were rewatching this, it's that, you, for whatever reason, if you if you are inclined to believe that something good's going to happen because of an outcome that you see as like predestined, then you're what? There's a fly in my wine. Um, if you're like predetermined to believe in something that's going to positively affect you, then you're probably going to be that much more willing to throw caution to the wind, and that's what always ends up happening with these. Um, with these, you know, manga panels that, that come, you know, come up in his, uh, in the stand. And my, my thought was, what if, uh, Boingo actually could manipulate these things instead of just opening the book and being like, oh, this is what's going to happen, quote unquote, you know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. would be insanely powerful. If he could literally, I mean, that's kind of like a If he could, if he could manifest. Yeah. Yeah, Rohan, kind of. inarguably, is probably one of the strongest stand users, considering what he can do with his stand, which right. we'll get into, obviously, later. Yeah. 
because Boingo literally only has the, the capability to read and interpret what the panels in the book tell him, which sucks. Right. Honestly, like, I think it's worse than Steely Dan's The Lovers. Yeah. Because at least The Lovers can get inside someone's brain and control them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this one literally, like, if you, if you... If you have no experience with premonitions or precognitive abilities outside of your stand, then you're fucked. Right. And then it's, it's even worse because it's open for unforeseen things happening, like with his... with with uh Oingo yeah getting blown up instead of exactly so like so <laughs> so Boingo Boingo clearly shows no capability of being able to interpret the stands premonitions mm-hmm. um as they appear like he just like you said assumes that everything's going to go in their favor because he is on Dio's side like it's not made clear like why but but and it's, he's also a child Right. So you have to take that into consideration that, like, maybe he's only had to stand for, like, a year or so, and so he's still not used to, like, maybe certain things have worked out in his favor where he interpreted the panels correctly and things went in, in, in the direction he felt like they should have gone, and so maybe that gives him, like, an ego boost where he is like, this is, I mean, it's my stand, it's obviously going to go in my favor, but Egyptian gods are not like that. Yeah. They're not like in favor of one or another necessarily. Like it they're you know, they're there to do a job and that's that. So yeah, no, I agree with you. Um but the the thing I just thought of that's kind of a weird it's kind of like the whole time travel dilemma. So do you think that the stuff that happens in the manga in Thoth would happen if he didn't have access to seeing these things because some of them are who boingo Boingo. if boingo couldn't read the manga if that if the manga didn't exist would these weird surreal things happen no probably not so is it self-deterministic or is it somehow chaos centric still that's an Iraqi question. I have no answer. Right. But it's weird, like if you think about it, because even uh it whole horse with this one, he's he's like, There's no way that this is well, is that the next episode? No, that's this episode. Uh with the uh, the woman in the in the desert with the scorpion in her in her outfit. Yeah. And he's like, There's no way that this is gonna happen. You know, why would I go up and kick her in the in the neck? And then he re- barely... He, he ends up doing it anyway. He barely resists, barely resists, and then still, without even saying anything, just takes off running full speed without seeing the scorpion. Again, that goes back to my postulation where I'm like, okay, so certain things have shown to be definitively true and definitively work out in their favor mm-hmm. to where Boingo is naive enough still to interpret everything as having to work out in their favor, and that's clearly yeah. not the case. Right. But yeah, he always does. He's like blindly just. And I think, I think that's the thing with premonitions and precog abilities themselves is that having experience with them, you can't like just assume really like, like what they're trying to tell you. It's just because it's, it's either not going to play out the way you think it will or, or it does when you think it won't. Mm. Well, yeah, that's like literally this in a nutshell. Yeah. 
And he's like, well, if you hadn't, if you if you just only listened to me in the book, then this would have worked out perfectly. But then there's been multiple times where they do, and it's still right, which is exactly like what precognability is. It's like <laughs> you could just like brush it off and be like, no, that was just like a stupid dream. Like, there's no reason for me to be like upset or something somebody hasn't even done yet. And then a week later, somebody does that exact thing, and you're just like, oh, right. But then, did you? cause did you will that into existence or did that just that's a really good question like 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 with some things yeah probably probably but with other things like no like i I truly and honestly believe it caught me completely off guard yeah it's not like i necessarily wanted like any of the things i've had precog um experiences with to happen like, it's not necessarily consciously, like, anything that I really, like, wanted to happen or wanted to will into existence. But once it happens in real life, it's just kind of like, well, fuck. What the fuck is he chasing? Is it a bug? Yeah, it's a bug. Cool. How big of a bug? It's just one of those stupid fucking... Gross. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I don't know what Boingo's ability, obviously, a fictional character, I don't know what his actual ability um, with, like, his precognitive premonition stuff is. I don't know, like, how long he's had the stand. Please don't drink. Don't. Just dump it out. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I think it's a fascinating... Uh... The fascinating thought experiment that I feel like is pretty closely related to a lot of other out there, like I said, time travel, like causality of things. Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah. And I think, I don't think Boingo necessarily wills bad things to happen, especially like to his brother, because he, he cares about his brother a lot and he would never really want harm to come to him. But at the same time, the people involved with his premonitions, with the Stan's premonitions, I should say, are rocks for brains. Yeah, I mean, he seems, like, really smart for a six-year-old, seven-year-old or something. I think he's supposed to be, like, eight or nine. Yeah, like, he's, like, pretty intelligent. He's not really malignant towards anybody. Malicious. Malicious. Um... Right. Is this him? He just kind of wants brother. to exist. Yeah, it's a stupid brother getting the wrong with the wrong people, and he was there. And obviously, with the whole older younger brother dynamic, that's how it usually goes. Is I want to make you happy, and this is what I can do, and let's like hopefully I can impress you, big brother. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucks. Which yeah, it definitely sucks because when you think about it, like Boingo just wants to like make someone proud of him, or he wants to like impress somebody. Yeah. And he's not like you said like being malicious about it necessarily but uh it just seems like the the harder he tries to make someone proud of him or be in the right the worse it gets uh, anyways yeah that might be a good spot to... all right guys uh thanks for tuning in if you listened thus far uh we appreciate you and we'll be having the next episode uh uploaded here shortly after yeah this is uh 
we're getting into the end end game here. Yeah, home again. stretch. So uh, I I gotta assume that we're gonna keep up with this uh, the third process. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a learning, growing experience, but I like it. Um, I think you guys will probably like this more. And uh, let us know, you know, if you like, if you leave comments, have any positive or any other such wise uh, contributions to this, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I'm Greg. I'm not Greg. She's not. That'd be weird. You guys have a good night. Bye.